Hi, welcome to Bespoke Communications Voice Coaching Audio Lab. This is Christine, and today we're going to look at a sequence that helps you find the authoritative tone in your voice. So I want to talk a little bit about this first. I won't say much, but this was a... um, This is an issue of great interest for both Lindsay and me because it comes up a lot with our clients. Our clients are being told that they need to sound more authoritative, or if you're coming from a more actor's perspective, a lot of time the the terminology that's used there is you need to sound more grounded, uh, more credible. So there are all these adjectives that we use that dance around the same thing, and that is that you are looking for a more authoritative sound in the voice. And that authority, of course, has to come from you knowing what you're doing and feeling grounded and knowing what you're talking about, but it also tends to have a particular sound in Western society. So in Western society, we tend to equate low, deep voices with the sound of authority. And there's a lot of research about this that I'm not going to go into, uh, but that I'd be happy to talk with you about if you're interested. Contact us, put comment below. Uh, But I think we can kind of guess and surmise, uh, even without that research, that that low, deep sound is based on a masculine voice. So our traditional assumptions and and connotations with an authoritative sound in Western society comes from not only a masculine voice, but a low, deep masculine voice. And that's true no matter what your gender is. So even uh, our female clients are often coming to us saying they'd like to lower, they've been either given feedback that they need to find a lower, deeper tone in their voices, um, or they just want that for themselves. So I want to say right off the bat that I, as voice coach, and Lindsay and I together with Bespoke are very interested not so much in um, saying that there is one type of authoritative sound, But this sequence today is to address those particular requests. So you might listen to this sequence and you might think, well, I have a higher voice than that and I don't have a problem with it and I think I'm perfectly authoritative. Beautiful. Good. You don't have to change a thing. But if you're one of those people who is constantly getting feedback that you need to lower your tone and you would like to, then this is a sequence for you. So first of all, When we talk about the authoritative voice, if you're being told to lower the pitch of your voice, don't do it. This is a terrible mistake. It is a mistake that's going to make you not feel authentic and it's not going to feel good to your larynx where your vocal folds are because you're going to have to press it down to lower your pitch. So let me give you an example. If I'm lowering my pitch, this is me now, I'm talking in a lower pitch of my voice. And that means I'm actually lowering my larynx in order to talk in that pitch. So it's not the natural pitch that comes out of my mouth. And you can tell the volume has immediately diminished and I may sound a lot less authentic to you. I certainly feel a lot less authentic as I talk. Uh, So this is not something I would be able to keep up for very long. So if that's what you're doing, don't do it. When we're looking at finding that authoritative tone, really what we're looking at is you speaking in your natural, comfortable pitch that comes out, but perhaps adjusting where the voice is resonating. So the the resonance has to do with where you feel the buzz of your voice. So the buzz is literally where the sound waves are bouncing around within the body. 
So there are um, different areas of the body where you can feel the buzz. The main three ones are like the head and the face. So for example, right now, if you just bring some fingers and bring them to your nose and hum, you may feel that buzz in the nose. Yeah, so that's like your mask resonance. You might put your head or hands on top of your head and hum again. And you may feel that you can feel that buzz in the head. That's your head resonance. Uh, you also, this is slightly harder to feel sometimes, but you can cultivate this awareness. But if you hum and now try to feel it on your lips, and if you're not feeling it from the hum by itself, you can actually touch your lips and feel the reverberation of those vibrations on your fingers. So that's your oral resonance there, which means the resonance in your mouth. And then if you bring a hand onto your chest, your upper chest, and hum again and see if you can feel vibrations there. So you may feel some slight vibrations there. Those are your chest that's your chest resonance. So different areas of the voice, so different areas of resonance within the voice provide a different quality to the voice. So I could speak on the same pitch but choose to resonate in different areas of my body and that's going to give a different quality. So for example, if I'm resonating in my mostly primarily in my head and face, Notice that I'm, my pitch is staying the same, but you can feel how my voice is starting to change in its quality. It's starting to sound a little younger and a little lighter. Now, my pitch hasn't changed at all. It's just that I've moved where I'm resonating my voice up into my head and in my nose, and that makes the voice sound younger. So now you're going to think about turning up the bass. So I'm going to bring my chest resonance and my mouth resonance back in. I haven't changed my pitch at all but I've got that kind of deeper tone to my voice that often suggests authority. Uh, so people might take me as more of an authority figure because maybe I sound a little older, I sound a little more grounded, etc. So what this sequence is going to be about is it's going to be about helping you feel these different areas of resonation so that then you can adjust. It's like turning up the bass when you want to have that more authoritative sound. This will also feel really good. So first of all, let me just say that this is all based on the fact that you're already grounded in your body, that you're already using your breath support. So if you don't know about either of those things, it would be best to pause this right here, go browse our website, look at our body scans, look at our bespoke alignment check-ins, look at all of our, um, we have several nice audio guides on breath support because none of this is going to be possible if you're not breathing efficiently. Okay, but assuming that you are, let's work on this in sitting or in standing. So you decide whichever one is going to make you feel more grounded. So if you're sitting, just make sure you can feel your sit bones grounded in the chair. Make sure you can feel your feet grounded on the floor. Let your belly go and let's soften into this. If you're standing, Make sure you can feel those tripods of your feet on the floor. So the ball joint of the big toe, ball joint of the little toe, and the heel. Your weight is evenly balanced across those three points of contact. And let's soften into this grounding. So allow your weight to distribute, allow your knees to soften, your belly to soften, your shoulders to soften. Let your head be on top of your spine. 
So we'll start with that chest resonance because it's the easiest to feel, I think. You might find different, but let's see. Bring your hand onto your chest and we're going to start by humming into the chest. Mm -hmm. See if you can stay grounded and soft as you do this. Next round, we're going to open up into a mm -hmm. Again, see if you can, as you open up into that open sound, see if you can stay grounded. Uh, see if you can allow that chest resonance to open up into the sound, into that open sound. Good. Be very aware that even though you might be hearing me make a deeper sound, that doesn't mean you're going to push down your pitch. You're going to achieve this by making sure you're resonating, so feeling the buzz of the voice in the chest. So now what we're going to do is we're going to build a count from 1 to 10. Opening up with a mm, uh, 1, mm, uh, 1, 2. And as we move through increasing numbers, building longer and longer thoughts, can you keep that sense of, I feel that vibration in my chest throughout the thought. As we increase the count, if you need to breathe, breathe. You don't have to get to the final number on one breath. Here we go. Okay, good. Take a moment to notice how that felt. Notice if you're starting to clench anywhere as you're putting your attention on this. See if you can allow yourself to soften, to regroup, to ground. So I should have mentioned, you will feel resonance in other areas of the body too. So you may feel resonance in other areas besides your chest. But this is just to wake up this particular area and make sure that it's definitely getting included as you are making sound. So, we've got the chest resonance. Now, the two uh, areas of greater authority when we're looking for that low, deep sound are the combination of your oral resonance, so your mouth resonance, and your chest resonance. So those are the two we're really going to focus on today. There are other audio guides that we have that help you wake up that head resonance, so check those out as well. Okay, so for this oral resonance, we're going to open, we're going to go from a hmm into an ooh, so let's start first on the hmm, just the hmms, without that ooh-ooh-ooh, and see if you can feel that vibration of the hum on your lips. And if you can't right away, take your fingers, put them there, see if you can feel it. Hmm. 
Okay, so now we're going to open up into right? And see if you may feel them just on the lips, but you might also have a sense of throughout your oral cavity, especially forward in your oral cavity, there's vibration there. Don't worry if you're not feeling a lot right away. This is a practice. We have to sensitize ourselves to feeling this vibration. So this is something you're going to want to repeat over and over again. And you'll notice with time that you'll become more and more sensitive to where your voice is resonating. Okay, here we go. Again. Good. Now let's try that on a count to ten. So, one. One, two. And again, it's the same thing. You want to have the sense of as you increase the count, you're still having that sense of feeling that buzz on the lips and in the oral cavity. Okay? So here we go. One. One, two. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, good. Now let's make a couple of sounds to combine them. Notice if you've started to clench anywhere, see if you can reconnect to your ground, but doing so in a soft way. We're going to make the sound to bring that oral and that chest together. Here we go. Good. Now we're going to lead with that on a count just to five this time, building the count. See if you can have a sense of both your oral resonance and your chest resonance being in that sound. So before we lose this, we're going to go into My name is Christine, or obviously your name isn't Christine unless it is, and if so, hello. Uh, but saying my name is, and see if you can bring that oral and that chest resonance into that. So we'll do it once with a to lead us into it, and then once just by yourself, saying your name. Mm-hmm. 
is Christine. My name is Christine. Okay, good. Take a moment to notice how that feels. This would be an excellent time to now either just start some free speaking, so maybe telling the story of your day, or if you're working on a speech, you could read your speech, uh, or you could just pick up the newspaper or a book, but do something. Pick up something before you stop and read it through. Maybe whenever you start to lose that oral and that chest resonance or the feeling of them, start with a ma before each thought and see if you can move through that free speech or uh, whatever if you're reading text uh, with that sense of I feel this oral and this chest resonance. This is really important because it's really easy to do these exercises but that doesn't mean it's necessarily translating into the way you speak. So if this is very a very new area of your voice to you, then it will have to be conscious for a while, this process of translating the work that you're doing in your voice practice into some free speaking. Okay, that's it for this week. Let us know how it goes. Let us know if people are starting to take you more seriously and give you compliments about your uh, grounding or your uh, excellent ideas. And we'll see you next time. Bye.